former star gets suspended but will play again. Darth Belichick might return from the ashes to cause more trouble. And a former elite running back rises. Plus, some additional free agency news. This is The Overtime, a Blindside Blitz special update. How the mighty have fallen. Somehow, the league's resident Anakin Skywalker has been, to use the somewhat far-fetched allegory, fired on his day off. The NFL has given former star receiver Antonio Brown the boot for the first half of the 2020 NFL season for multiple violations of the league's personal conduct policy. He's now suspended without pay for the first eight weeks of the year, regardless of whether a team signs him by week one or not, which at this point would be like watching pigs fly. It's not going to happen. The list of AB scandals has become longer than a CVS receipt. Sexual assault, sexual misconduct, felony, burglary, simple battery, and misdemeanors compromise his extensive resume. He's even got an ongoing sexual assault case surrounding his former personal trainer in Florida that could potentially result in an even lengthier suspension. AB's fall from grace began at the end of 2018, when the Steelers missed the playoffs and a disgruntled Brown was benched for the final home game of the season after an internal dispute. His 2019 offseason was full of optimism and hope for a new start with the Raiders out west, but he was cut just before the start of the season due to detrimental conduct and altercations with team leadership. The climax of his dramatic tale most likely occurred when Bill Belichick swiped him up in New England on the same day, sending the league into a firestorm. However, that didn't last long either as he spent one game with the Pats, catching four balls for 56 yards and a score in Week 2 against the Dolphins and then was relegated to free agency when New England cut ties with him amid his sexual assault allegations. So, here we are. Brown with no team and an eight-game suspension in 2020. Yet, I think that this is the best thing that could have happened to him, and I'm confident that Brown will wreak havoc on the football field again in 2020. Why? Well, first of all, the guy gets clarity. Brown has played one game in the past two years, he's experienced turmoil with three different teams, and he's been waiting for months to discover his fate. Now he knows. It's out of the way, and he can move forward. And if he's smart, he'll put drama, misconduct, and icy feet behind him. The other thing to note is that Brown will be eligible to play in Week 1 as of now. Assuming we still have football at that time, which is certainly a bold assumption to make given the current pandemic, we will undoubtedly see teams missing key players, maybe even some elite superstars due to the virus. Even a two-week quarantine period without your top option could derail a team season, especially if they're fighting for a playoff spot. When Week 9 rolls around, teams will be looking for some spare receivers, stopgaps, capable pass catchers, pieces to fill the void left by COVID-19. Enter Antonio Brown. By far the most talented skilled player available, someone who's proven his worth in the past. If the drama is behind him, a team will snag him, most likely one trying to make a playoff push, and his skills could put them over the top. Now, right now, the latest report is that Seattle is interested, and Seattle certainly needs depth behind Metcalf and Lockett. But even if they sign him, it might not be until he gets reinstated. If I had to take a guess, my money, though, is on Baltimore. Arrival of Pittsburgh, his first team. He's got rapport and a relationship with Lamar Jackson, and Jackson's been lobbying for Baltimore to sign him as of late. Plus, Baltimore is already severely lacking at receiver, with Marquise Brown being the only reliable weapon. Maybe it's a hot take, but I think it's only logical to suggest that Antonio Brown will make a deep playoff run with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens in 2020, grinding the gears of myself and every other Pittsburgh fan across the nation. In other news... 
How the heck is Jadavion Clowney still not signed? The man is one of the league's most dominant pass rushers, with 32 sacks and 80 quarterback hits over the past five seasons, along with 68 tackles for loss, nine takeaways, and three defensive touchdowns. He experienced a slight drop-off in production this year with Seattle after his first five seasons in Houston, but he still wreaked havoc on opposing quarterbacks. Don't let the underwhelming stats fool you. So far, though, no team has been willing to pay up for this monster. But as August rolls around, there are three teams that have risen to the top of the clowny sweepstakes. First, the New York Jets. Last week's blockbuster trade saw New York ship disgruntled safety Jamal Adams off to Seattle in exchange for safety Bradley McDougald, two first-round picks, and a third-round pick. Now, McDougald has an idea for New York. Bring in Jadavion Clowney as well. The two were close friends in Seattle, and McDougald said he'd, quote, go to bat for him, unquote. The Jets could certainly use a pass rusher, and obtaining one like Clowney could be the missing piece they need, but it appears as though the whole thing is empty hype and social media buzz. ESPN's Jets reporter Rich Semini said that New York has no interest in signing him, probably because they can't and won't pay him the big bucks he's looking for. Scratch them off the list. How about San Francisco? Arrival. Rumors have been circulating across Twitter and 49ers fan websites that their team is looking into Clowney. Specifically, a tweet from the Pick 6 suggested that San Fran is, quote, testing the waters, unquote, on Clowney, although no deal is imminent. However, this just doesn't make sense. The Niners are in the bottom half of the league in terms of cap space, and edge rusher is their absolute last need. One could argue that with the combination of Nick Bosa, D. Ford, and Eric Armstead, they actually have the strongest D-line in the entire league, so it would make absolutely no sense for them to shell out on another expensive and explosive pass rusher. Cross them off. Last but not least, how about the Patriots? Admittedly, this is a team that has expressed zero interest publicly in Jadavion to date, and there haven't been any reports or rumors suggesting that New England's looking for a pass rusher. But keep in mind that over the past couple of weeks, the Patriots have been decimated by players opting out of the 2020 season due to coronavirus. Most notably, safety Patrick Patrick Chung and, yep, you guessed it, pass rusher Dante Hightower. What's more, they've nearly tripled their available cap space due to these opt-outs, putting them in the top three in terms of available cap space. Being the scheming man that he is, Bill Belichick has got to be cooking something up to deal with this disaster. He doesn't tank. Cam Newton's signing showed us that, and you know he's always looking for ways to win. So what better way than to sign a passionate, outspoken, dominant pass rusher who's among the best in the league? I wouldn't put it past him. Jadavion Clowney will be a Patriot by the time Week 1 rolls around, and if not, he'll get signed midseason. In other free agent news, remember Jeremy Hill? Yeah, he used to be a stud. Well, he's back in the league after getting signed by the Las Vegas Raiders. As a starter for Cincinnati from 2014 to 2016, he averaged 919 yards per game, with 29 rushing scores over that time frame. He last played for the Patriots, but it's been over a year since he's seen the field. Now, the purpose of this signing is pretty obvious, since Gruden does not want to use Josh Jacobs on third down. Now they have a proven veteran, a third down receiving back that could really have a solid one-two punch in Josh Jacobs for first and second down, and Jeremy Hill for third. Also, the injury-riddled wide receiver Quincy Inunua has been released by the Jets after playing just 12 games in 2017. He's battled career-threatening neck injuries over the past several years, but he's too explosive of a player not to get signed next year. Former Titans tight end Delaney Walker is garnering interest from the Patriots as well. New England has just presumed has just had presumed starter Matt Lacoste opt out of the season, so Bill Belichick is unsurprisingly scouring the waiver wire to fill the void. 
Walker is 35 and is almost always hurt. But if anyone can turn this old fart into a productive offensive weapon for 16 games, it's Bill Belichick. I'm Caleb Steindel, and this has been the Blindside Blitz Podcast.